Attention military veterans and military personnel. This is Tracy from Lakewood College, and I am excited to announce the new partnership between ETA Associates and Jamal King's Make Real Estate Real. Give me a call so I can see if you qualify to receive the Make Real Estate Real with no out-of-pocket expense to you. I can be reached at 1-800-517-0857. My extension is 700. You may also visit us at www.moneyforbets.com. Again, that is money, the number four, bets.com. You may also schedule an appointment with me through my text-only number at area code 216-678-9933. I look forward to speaking with you all. When you look at people who are successful, they probably made more mistakes than anybody else. They just don't be tripping on a mistake. Like, they just don't make it personal. Like, they don't look at the mistake uh, and, and dwell on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they might mess up, they might do something wrong, but they don't go, my identity is in that mistake I made. They actually say their identity is in getting back up, you know what I'm saying, and making it happen. This episode is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few. So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash success. Today's show is brought to you by Ashford University. When you think of your future, you think of goals, of where you want to be. Substitute dreams for goals. And suddenly, planning your future is bigger because no one ever has small dreams. Dare to dream bigger and start your bigger future with a degree from Ashford University. Go from dreaming to doing. Your bigger future starts today at Ashford University. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll. Go to ashford.edu forward slash success. Again, that's ashford.edu forward slash success. Not all programs are available in all states. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What it do, y'all? What's going on? I also got Dr. King in the building. Uh, have a dream. I'm still making real estate real. Still <laughs> making day, real estate real. One day, all people will own real estate. Oh, come on, eat. Uh, uh, I have a dream. <laughs> They will have their own properties. Uh, hey, the only difference is, only difference is, I'm not gonna say I ain't gonna get there with you. 
I'm gonna get to the promise. I got there before you. Before you get here. Oh, amen. The reverse in Martin Luther King. Boy, I got there before you got there, but I'll wait on you. Testing the waters. We got we got treadmill Douglas in the building. Treadmill Douglas, what's happening? Blessed, baby. Blessed by the best, y'all. This weather, though, man, it's just I can feel. Oh, I can feel it. Nah, <laughs> I can feel it now, nah, y'all. I can feel Creeping it. Creeping on the come up. Oh, it's beginning to feel a lot like South. Christmas. Oh, come on. Um, we also got uh, the first grade member of this podcast. Oh. Ready to get busy the over here. The homeschool homie. The homeschool Man, he been, homie. Uh, hey, yeah, he been, he been doing homework and, and working on his first grade stuff, so he ain't been practicing his jokes as much. Uh, so like you know, I try to tell him the entrepreneurial hey, over here. Please get his priorities in check. Yeah. Come so on. he's actually on. on break from his class right now. I don't know why mm. they get a break. I'm like, man, we ain't never had breaks. We was, you know, what I'm saying, I feel like one of them old heads. We had to walk 700 <laughs> miles one way. Oh, facts. Uh, facts. Carlos Quinty the third. Let's go, son. Come on. Oh, what's up now? Intro. Hey guys, you're gonna change comedy corner. What's up, Trey? Hey. What's up? Uh, how can you tell if an ant is female or male? Mm, how can you tell if an ant is female or male? How, Trey? They are female. Otherwise, they'd be uncles. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, he still got it. He, he still, still got, got it. it. Let's go, Trey. It. School Man. ain't messed it up. He still oh, got it. No, that was real. <laughs> yep. We back. We be uncles. Let's we go. Um, so, man, let me, uh, I got some some serious stuff to get off my chest. I just want to say that for the first time, all right, uh, for the first time since the corona, COVID, hey. Hey. you know, uh, I'll be honest with y'all. For the first time on Sunday, I felt normal. Like everything uh, in the world was normal, uh, and it was crazy because, like you know, man, we ain't been able to go nowhere. You got to you go to the store. You see people wearing masks, right? You know, you see people with gloves on. Right, right. It's right. weird because, like, you know, sometimes people don't even want to talk to you, right? Like, it's like a weird hookup. You know, all vacations get canceled, plans get changed, and Sunday came along, mm. and man, I just I felt whole. I felt like all was well in the world. Mm. <laughs> uh, where is he going with this? Oh, oh I know go. exactly where he goes. It's somewhere. Hey, I know hey, exactly I'm, where he goes. I'm listen, Sunday, listen. Sunday, hey, everything listen. is Sunday. exactly normal. The whole world is in <laughs> chaos. Yeah, I got it. All right, there you go. Uh, but my Detroit Lions, uh, <laughs> consistent, <laughs> consistent, consistent, blew a back, twenty baby. point lead they in back. the fourth quarter, <laughs> and back. I just sat back, y'all, and I just, ah, uh, all is well, all is well in the hey, southern hemisphere. Back. Listen, there is one thing that is That's just constant. absolutely right with the world. Absolutely, no change. No change. I mean, uh. the Lions are up. They winning. They got you feeling good about yourself. They got you thinking, maybe this is the year. <laughs> and they let, get it, wait on it, Mitch Trubisky. 
Yeah. The greatest quarterback okay. in NFL history. First of all, yeah. Trubisky sounds like a a, a, a a snack cracker, not a quarterback. Yeah. And they let this scrub come back and dominate them in the fourth quarter. And you know what? They you know they were fighting, and I said, "Oh, they're gonna lose." And they lost, and I just felt this overwhelming sense of calm yeah. about 2020. <laughs> and I want to let everybody know that not all is lost. Okay, <laughs> there the are some things. Oh, no, yeah. the Lions had. Yeah. Oh, they just yeah. bro. They re- the Lions. So thank you, Detroit. They predicted just represent. Yeah. <laughs> now had the Lions won, I'd have been like, "Yo, it's over. 2020 yeah, is man. a wrap. 2020 is undefeated, right?" But no, bro, you know, let me so tell you crazy, something. Though. Man, what's so crazy, bro? Is man, I told Carl we went walking that night. I was like, "Yo, I was so scared, bro. I was like, man, I was like, yo, Carl, I gotta, I gotta self-assess a little." Like I got the Lions make me go, bro. You gotta self-assess, bro, because yeah, if you don't self-assess, it's like you stay the same person, you get the same stuff. You yeah, feel me? And I'm yeah. like, yo, the Lions are so spooky. Okay, if they would have lost, whatever. But bro, my girl don't even watch football. She don't even like football. But we were at the neighbor's house because they had a uh, little mama uh, Aubrey had her first uh, communion, right? So, you hey. know, we went to celebrate her first communion. And so, you know, of course, they got the TV out. We watching the game. And my wife was like, yo, the Lions going to go up. Mm-hmm. The fourth quarter, they going to beat. She predicted it. No, my wife yeah. said, yo, what are y'all watching this for? She said, I don't even watch football. <laughs> They're going to be up. There's the, the, the last few yeah. seconds of the game. The of other course. team is going to come back and win. Yeah. And the Lions wow. going to have a last drive and they going to lose it. Yeah. And yeah. bro, when I tell you, I'm like, Diddy don't even watch football. Yo, the exact thing she said, and I remember it was, uh, I, I think maybe it was an interception. She was like, okay, there it goes. It's over. <laughs> she was like, it just happened. The, the, yeah. the momentum changed. It's oh, over. Yeah. And I just, bro, when I tell you I was nervous, not for the Ma Lions. Had they, the nerve, they Ma had the nerve to text me talking about uh, the, the Lions lost. I said, yeah, in other news, water is still <laughs> <Right>. wet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And they lost to the Bears uh, twice last year, the year before that, and the year before that. Um, consistent, uh, consistency at its finest. Bruh, I'm just saying like, yo, I wasn't even on the game. I was just like, how many people is this their life? Mm. Like, mm. like this your life. Like, you keep waking up. Somebody put up the Lions and Groundhog Day. They had Bill Murray. <laughs> they had the Groundhog Day. It's like it's waking up, you know what I'm saying, to the exact same. Like I said, I don't even care if they lose, but it's always the exact same play. It's always Stafford coming down at the end with a couple minutes left and something dumb happens. And so I just was like, God, please don't let me be that guy where I keep waking up to the same exact day. Just show me what I'm doing wrong and let me make the adjustment. But so also don't, don't be this guy. Don't also don't be this guy. They asked the Lions coach. Now nah, he done lost since he's been there. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. He's blown 11 fourth quarter leads. Unprecedented. 11? 11 in two years, right? So they asked him, hey, this is, listen, and E, I promise you, I came on here joking, but you, you didn't took it and made it a real point now. They said to him, since you've been in Detroit, you've blown 11 fourth quarter leads. Mm. Do you think there's a problem right. with your coaching in the fourth quarter that's allowing you to give up these leads? No. Did you hear what he said? I didn't. I didn't hear the interview. I didn't want to listen to nothing. I'm I'm, I'm, y'all go look it up. This, I'm, this is not CJ being funny. He said, 
Oh, I don't think there's anything wrong with my fourth quarter play calling. I have one of the biggest fourth quarter play calls in the history of the NFL. Woo. Well, you sound like somebody else I know. No, no, listen. <laughs> listen, no. Mind you, he's talking about, you remember when Malcolm Butler made that pick for the Patriots against the Seahawks at the one-yard yeah. line? Yeah. How long ago was that? Fam. And before wow. you got here. And I don't even know if you called that play. My man just jumped the route, and Seattle was stupid enough not to get a ball to Marshawn Lynch. Right. I don't want to go too sports heavy. I'm not being sports heavy. I'm saying they asked him, do you think it's a problem with what you're no. doing now? No, of course not. You lost 11 fourth quarter leads in two yeah. years, bro. Two and 11 against the North. Uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, NFC North. Two and 11. He went back and referenced something from 2016 or 15 wow. or whenever that was as the reason to why he has no problem. Mm. Mm. And y'all wonder why we get on here all the time and say the reason you're not winning is because you cannot self-assess. If you don't see an issue with what you're doing and you're losing, how in the world are you going to mm. get over that issue? You're not. One of the best things, that, like, listen, when we talk about accountability, one of the best things is I'm just going to tell E, yo, that ain't hot. E's just going to yeah. be like, yo, see, you out of control. Yo, Carl, you got to step up. Ma, mm -hmm. you got to pipe down a little bit. You killing us on the, you, give us a minute. We can't breathe, yeah. right? Yeah. We hold each other accountable. And so I, I just was laughing because I'm like, yo, my man getting paid millions of dollars and you ask him and instead of saying, yo, no, I do need to get that fixed. You know, I had a philosophy when I was in New England with this type of personnel. I, it hasn't been working since I've been here. You couldn't say it. My man said, no, go look at it. And I promise you, that's so many people. Yeah. You used to win back in the day, yeah. and now somebody trying to tell you you losing, and you like, oh, I won. Yeah, yeah I won, on, man. So I won, so I read, Hey, and, and I want people to understand this. Let me say this real quick. Like, we don't plan this, all right? Like, Cian called me and told me what he was talking about. But I wrote down, this morning I was listening to something, and I wrote down, I just want y'all to see, like, I just scribbled it on this sheet of paper. I don't know you know if y'all can read it. But in the top corner, it says, every phase of your life requires a new you. Wow. Every nice. phase of your life requires a new you. See, yeah. back, back to what you just referenced. See, and I had a conversation a week or two ago, and I promise you, see, like, I, I've been processing. That's, that's what I do, all right? I've been processing. And I was like, Carl, I get it. You still operating in TGIM days. Hmm. You still operating like mm. TGIM was me, E, we buddy, buddy. Like, we do it for mm. free. Like, we put it out. Dude, you still operating as though TGIM mm. is still the thing that y'all doing. Mm. Ten years later, you still operating on that. Yeah. And see, the conversation that you and I had was like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, you, you should not be. He's like, anything you touch shouldn't be less than this amount. Yeah. He's like, I don't even care what it is. If it's a birthday party little yeah. card for somebody that you got to touch. Yeah. Bro, it shouldn't nice. start less than this. Yeah. And that, again... Dude, this is a new phase of my life, see, and you, again, see, just talked about the accountability, but it was a check for me, like, dude, what are you doing with your life? You want all these goals, you want all this stuff, but you're still operating in that 10, 10 years ago mindset, see? So I'm just like, yo, you can't, every phase of your life requires a new version of you. So, like, I'm, I'm now realizing, it's like, okay, time for a new version. So if you're listening to me, like, yo, you can't still be doing the same thing that you did 10 years ago, five years ago, six years ago. But watch this. Your goal's getting bigger, though. Yeah. Your mm. goal's getting bigger. You want more. You want to win the NFC. You know what I'm saying? You want more, yeah. but you still operating out of the same playbook and doing the same things that it, it, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. One of the things too, Carl, that I teach, uh, you know, our, our BU students, I teach my, my game changers, et cetera, 
is don't become romantic with the way you won mm. in the past. Or I say yeah. don't become romantic yeah. with how you made money, right? Like Blockbuster became romantic uh. with how they rented movies, right? You're making a ton of money renting people movies, charging them late fees, doing all of that. But the problem comes when something else is coming your way or you see a shift, but you're so romantically involved with the way you used to do things that you can't see what's coming down the track and you get hit, right? And so one of the things, uh, uh, adaptability, Carl, right? Yeah. What we're talking about is adaptability now, being able to see the future. Um, man, I seen Maul, of course, the last week or two, and I'm up there and Maul is literally looking into the future and how he's planning out his life, his house, his projects. He like, oh yeah, I had to build that there because I knew this was gonna happen. Adaptability, he's able to adapt around us. I was, man, so I was there while they were building the tennis courts, right? At the tennis court at the house. And Maul said, yo, I had the, the only, probably the, uh, the last project remaining. I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but he's like, yo, I got to get the, in, the indoor basketball court, right? So he's like, yo, but the crazy part is I was going to do that first, but I knew I wanted to build a t the tennis court. And I knew if I built the basketball court, it was going to be in the way of the big trucks coming in to put to lay the, uh, mm. the pavement for the tennis court. Hmm. I said, what? He was like, yeah, there was, there's going to be no way for the trucks to get in. Most of y'all would have just put the joint up and been like, huh. Yep. Because you're not thinking of what's to come. And I'm telling you, man, with the way you make money, that's why do you think we don't make real estate real so heavy? We're not just romantic with the fact that we've been a personal development company forever. That's the way we've been doing it forever. And we're going to continue to provide the world with that. But we understand that if we're going to get to the next level, we had to invest in real estate. Myself, E, Carl, right? Maul was able to say, yo, here it is. And some of y'all, you so stubborn. You like a mule. Right. Somebody showing you, hey, here it is. And you going, but I've been doing this forever. And it's been mm. working. And what's the problem? And then you start losing and you go, I'm going to double down on old stuff that ain't working. Right. Yep. Yep. Man, speak <laughs> on it, bro. Speak on it, dog. Go ahead, Maul. Jump in here before I get. Nah, I just angry. I live my life. Yeah, for sure. I live my life, bro, on that on 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 one of my favorite scriptures, man. Forgetting those things which are behind and pressing mm. forward to those things which are ahead. Mark. That's yeah. being a forward thinker. Yeah. You just really break that down. I know people heard it before and they they all say it and quote it, but dog, if you really just think about it, forgetting those things which are behind. Some of y'all are stuck in the past. Some of y'all still talking about the accomplishments you made in high school. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, You're living wow, off right. of your, your past accomplishments. That goes back to the reason, truthfully, why I never hit Instagram, why I never hit social media. Because I'm not putting up what I accomplished in the past. I don't care what I accomplished mm. in the past. Matter of fact, mm. everything that I've done in my house already that I've done that, some, that a lot of people might celebrate, I don't even think about it no more because I'm so focused on the things to come. So my whole life is set up that way. Even what I do with my children, it's all about pressing forward to those things which yeah, are ahead. Right. And you got to take a yeah. not behind you. You can't yeah. do nothing about yeah. what's behind you. Yeah. You only can you only can control the things that's in front that's of you. In front of and when you, you yeah. and when you focus on the things in front of you, it changes the things that's right. Yeah, it's a different with energy, you. Ma. It's a different it, energy. It, it changes your present. And so yeah. that's why I say the things that I'm doing for the future. Like when I'm telling C about, hey, man, I'm putting a basketball court, I'm putting a tennis court. Those are not for me. Those are for my children. Why? So it can position them in the future. <laughs> so Let me I'm tell you something. Maul sat me down. Maul, Maul and Camille, listen, you know, again. Camille was on it too. 
Right? <laughs> hey, oh, Camille, hey, 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 we have become one. The two yeah, yeah, yeah. shall, no, no, no. that ain't a process. Mm, hey, my go. wife be no. awesome. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Just to, to, to further Maul's point. <laughs> so we talking about, so I, of course, you know, write this down. Am, am I coachable? Wherever you at right now, write it down. You in your car, pull over and write down, am I coachable? Right? And I think many people are not coachable. One of the things I told y'all about Maul is he was able to come into our space and, and thrive because he's coachable. We are uh, the three of us were able to go in mall space with real estate and thrive because we were coachable, right? And many people aren't coachable. We were, so we learned, you know, of course, you know, Candace and I doing very well for ourselves. Our kids, God willing, ain't gonna have to worry about nothing. We sat down with a with a very smart gentleman who was talking about some investments. Guess when the investment was gonna pay off? 60, 50, 60. Okay, he said 60, 50, 60. Yeah. Carl, the investment that we're talking about making. Mm. Made. Uh, made. <laughs> Listen, we, we went off of our youngest children. That's mm. Lil' Jay and Avery, who are both four years old. The doggone policy ain't gonna pay off until they turn 87. Wow. wow. Or if they die before. God willing, they don't die before that. Wow. But either wow. death or age 87. I said 60. I was, I was off. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Until they turn right. 87. 87. Yeah. Where so am I when Trey's 87? Yeah, that's 83 Shy. years from now. I'll Shy be 126 at that time yeah. just Ooh. watching them ball out. But hmm. here's, you know, but here's the thing about being coachable. I sat there and I was like, hey, Maha. <laughs> bruh, I don't know about this, bruh. Like, I don't even know. I, I'm going to be gone years and years. I don't even know. He said, bruh, this is how you build generational wealth. When your kids turn 87, your grandkids, your great-grandkids, great-great, are going to be inheriting millions of dollars because of the decision you make today. And you won't be around to see it, but you'll know that the impact is being made. And that's why I told, I said, Maul, man, listen, bruh, I know we got to make real estate real, but we got to come at some point with the generational wealth course because the information that I'm getting right now is so crazy that we need to bring this to the world. And so, um, yeah, just, just so y'all know, man, these are genuine, real-life, real-time conversations that the four of us are having. Just getting stuff set up in a proper manner. E, I, I told E, we had, you know, uh, we got, what is it, key man insurance now. Just stu- like little s- silly stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it's uncomfortable conversations. I'm not going to lie. It's very We're sitting up in there. My man like, okay, how much is CJ worth if he dies to, to the company? <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at them like, hey, let's try to see what hey, they say. Hey, E, they kept using an example. Hey, E, they kept using an example. For some reason, everybody in the room kept using this example. Now, if CJ dies, right? <laughs> I said, I was even sweating. Even like, okay, so let me get this straight. If CJ passes away, and we was like, all right, all right, let's start making, we're just going to use a fictional character. We're yeah. going to start putting that out there. Charlie like, Brown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Charlie right? Brown. Charlie Brown. Who's the, yeah. who's the thinker and the brand developer. Who lives in Atlanta? Bro, I said, but but that goes back to being a forward thinker. I think if mm. everybody and like I said, we we back on this teaching thing. Write this down, like like C was just saying. 
I'm going to become a forward thinker for my right. family. Right. What, 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 and, and see, just gave y'all a quick version. This is going to be in generational wealth when we actually start really teaching that forward thinking mindset. But what we did by this one little act, and I call it a little act, by this one little act, we have not just made our children multimillionaires, we made our grandchildren multimillionaires. This one little act made our grandchildren. So no matter if I buy, if we don't buy any more real estate or if one of our businesses, all of our businesses fail, we just made our grandchildren. And my oldest daughter just turned 16 years old yeah, and y'all feel yeah. my heart. If she have a kid within the next 20 years, I'm gonna be heated. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Somebody get it. <laughs> Somebody get that. Somebody get it. You oh, know what I'm saying? They're gonna, they gonna, they gonna make yeah. me go back to let being a police. Let that sizzle in your spirit. Let that sizzle in your spirit. I'm right. telling you. <laughs> but look, the but crazy, here's the crazy thing no more. To do what we just did, you don't even have to be a millionaire. You don't even have to be yeah. super like balling to do what we just did. Crazy part is the numbers because of how old our kids are and how long the investment is going to have to mature. It's time. Bam. I was like, wait, what? For how much? I'm like, folks spending that on shoes. I'm talking about easy. Or Chipotle <laughs> or Starbucks. Chipotle. Hey, well, hey, hey watch convicted. out now. Right, watch out now. Hey, hey it's playing the long game, though, bro. It's playing the long yeah. game. Speaking. So you can play the short game, too, but you got to play the long. Oh. oh. Is that Tommy? Hey. Shout out to Tommy. Tommy blessed you with a car for your birthday. He said, I ain't know what to get E, so I got him a Chipotle oh, wow. car. Shine, shine on all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, a couple things, man. I wanted to, uh, I, I was <laughs> at Maul's, again, I was at Maul's crib, right? And This is where it seemed like all the magic happened. I got to get to oh, Maul. Yeah. <laughs> See, like all the thinking happened at Maul. It does. Um, man, I was there for uh, the Sweet 16. What a Sweet 16, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, what, a, what a Sweet 16, man. What he a Sweet had the, 16. Like we look, so we were on the rooftop. Let me paint the picture for y'all. We were on the rooftop. All her friends were up there. Ma was cooking <laughs> on the grill. Hibachi. Oh, I was man. sous chefing, and uh, I already knew, obviously. But they had. She wanted the red Jeep. I'm talking about that sucker, sweet too. Yeah. And but she didn't know it was coming, and so we we're on the rooftop. You know, Ma got 17th floor, so we on the 17th floor, <laughs> and you look out over the rooftop. And, and he had his up. brother drive it up, right, and start honking. So all her friends ran to the side. Ah, they screamed, ran out. Beautiful experience. Like, and I told me and Candace told Marla Camille, like, man, y'all setting the bar. Oh yeah, ah. I'm glad I went. I'm, I'm glad I didn't know you, Mark, when Jay yeah, went first. 16. <laughs> no, yeah. well, hey, e Jay got only got car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. E, e kids got BMWs and Escalades, so <laughs> right, don't don't weep for them. Um, oh. But that, but and so that was incredible. Uh, happy birthday to Yanni, man! Sweet sixteen, what a, what a, a major time! But yeah, with Sweet yeah, Sixteen also more. comes a couple other things. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was coming. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> man, I uh, I got a chance to see uh, parenting in action. Mm. Uh, preach, preach, you know, preach, you know preacher. these kids. You know these kids <laughs> these days. They got you know friends that they. First of all, I thought it was funny. We oh, because I guess Ma had no. She had a, a friend that she was texting with, 
And so, <laughs> you, you, hey, 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 so, so, you know, here go the thing. And I'm like seeing this play out and I'm like, yo, I got to like, at some point I'm going to have to deal with this. So I'm taking notes. So, of course, Camille knows before Ma. Oh, no of question. Course, of course. Right? Oh, no of question. course. Yeah. As you can yeah, imagine. No, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. So then it was like a question of like, okay, you know, is I'll let Maul tell it. <laughs> um, or, 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 or can we go like hang out in public somewhere? Yeah. Hmm. But the question was posed to Camille who was like, hey, that's your daddy. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so we kind of had the conversation the night before, the four of us. And then we were like, okay, then, you know, at some point she's going to come and ask Maul. So Maul was talking, you know, pretty good. I like what he was saying yeah, the night before. Yeah. I'm like, this is a good strategy. Yeah, yeah. And then the next night, sure enough, we all in the kitchen. Mm. And here we go, the they conversation. Ambushed they ambushed the, him. They ambushed him. Bro, let me tell you something. I had, I ain't say a word the whole time. It was probably about an hour conversation. I just had my little notepad <laughs> out like this. I was just writing. But uh, Maul, how does it feel, man, to be, I mean, we, we all, you know, men on this podcast with daughters. All of us got daughters. All mm -hmm. of us had to go through this. He had to go through. I didn't get to see E's up close and personal. Luckily, mm -hmm. he got uh, Diddy a little bit uh, uh, pit bull. So I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. Jada had, you know what I'm saying? She had to go through security uh, oh, yeah. and her mama. But uh, how did it feel, dog? You know, not only the Sweet 16, but, you know, now you, you got a whole nother, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> whole nother bridge 16 to cross. Plus. <laughs> 16 plus. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, it's part of life, bro. Um, I always knew, you know, this day would Why come. Why are you breathing so heavy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, get off some water. <laughs> Maul in his air traffic uh, control now. Maul in his uh, air right, traffic right, right. control. He, very methodical. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I knew it was going to happen eventually that, you know, I mean, my daughter's a beautiful young lady. You know, she's smart. Um, she's beautiful. I mean, she was raised, you know, to be this type of person. And so, of course, you yeah. know, there's going to be young guys out there that's going to be interested and want to date her, you know. And, I, you know, so that's, that's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boy, look at e e. I can't even. I got to I gotta look on this side of the screen, bro. I, I was I'm trying to here. block him out too, bro. Oh, I can't even focus, dog. I'm just, I can't I'm say I'm just, say, I'm hey. just saying what he said. I'm just, I'm e confirming. E I can't say what I really want to say. <laughs> So this I'm is say the politically funny. correct, oh. safe answer oh, for Maul. Hey, so hey, so my ahead. body language going to say it. I got a 22-year-old. My body language going to say it. <laughs> she's smart. She's beautiful. Oh. She was raised right. You know oh, no doubt. You just want to take her to church. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh man, she joined in the, oh. the, the monastery. You know what no, I'm saying? Oh man, uh, yeah, bro. That's why I keep Tommy around. Uh, yeah, so man. Tommy around. Hey, bad, no bad boys for life. Man, bad boy for life. For real. I got to keep Uncle Tommy around. So, and I tell oh, Tommy, I tell Tommy, I say, hey, e, I say, Tommy, when you come over, hey, make sure you got all five of your guns on you, man. All five. <laughs> all five. Mike Lowry. Yeah. Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Right. Hey, so give us the non-politically correct answer. How was you <laughs> right, feeling? Right, right. Cause I seen I seen a, a stress vein pop out your head while y'all while you was having the conversation. Yeah, I just was like, yeah, it's not time yet. 
I was just like, you know, it's yeah. not, you got a lot going yeah. on. And you know, you got a lot going on in life. You you in school, your school is hard, you got tennis, you got all this stuff. But what but I didn't shoot it down because I do understand. So I told her Absolutely. like Oh no, you shot you know, it down. I didn't shoot I know no, but I don't even put that out there like that. This is exactly no I, I shot <laughs> Hey, y'all hey, hey, remember Duck Hunt? Duck, remember yeah. duck Hunt? <laughs> now, what I told her, uh. I said that I was like, you know, you prove yourself. Show me that you can handle. I said, you're 16. You took on a lot right now. You got a brand new car. You know, you never had a car before. You know, I'm like, you're <laughs> doing all this. saying everything. Corona. <laughs> oh, hey, that's facts, though. Corona. I was like, there's a lot going on right now. In the world, so I said, "Show me that you can handle it." I was, and then she's yeah. like, "Well, what?" I said, "Show me. Let me see your report card. How about that?" Yeah, yeah. And you know, and, and so I set her she up been to a straight win a because in her whole she, life. Right. Like, let, uh, let me see your report card. I, but, but let me see that you can handle all this new stuff you got going on. You know, what I'm saying you just can't give everybody everything at one time. No so I'm question. like, you know, so look, all right, you got the car. That was a lot right now. You haven't yeah. even had a car for two weeks. And yeah. now you're talking about something else. All right, yeah. which one you want me to do? Let's take the car back then and see if you can handle the, talking to the boy. Oh, yeah. No, no, no she didn't want to do that hey, one. He can't she say, do that. See, did you see him talking to the boy? He can't say that. Hey, that's Hey, Ma. Trust me, I get you. Jada's 22. But here's the truth. If she can handle everything, you still wanted to wait 20 years. Oh, <laughs> I promise you. Right, Let me tell you something. Facts. Let me tell you something. Ma was grasping that straw, boy. That boy was like, you, you didn't even, uh, uh, you, you, did, did, you did, didn't even, did, 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 oh, Ma. Did, 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 yeah. The second I was done talking to her for an hour, now E, I went into a motivational speaker mode. Oh, I was, I was <laughs> like, Diddy. Oh, Hey, <laughs> I, 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 I was pulling out everything. I was like, you want to breathe, man? You want to succeed? I was, <laughs> I was pulling E. I was like, oh. <laughs> hey, but you know what's funny though? You know how like after it's over and like you kind of like still ramped up. You know how now more like explaining it to me for no reason. I'm sitting on the couch, ball <laughs> just like. And you feel me? Like, I was like, hey. The car, she need to take care hey. of the car. Hey, she walked over to me. She walked over to me, though. What she do? Oh, she gave you a hug and a kiss. Hey, yeah. see, a kiss with a big smile see, on her face. She like, more like, if you can get 20 straight oil changes. 20 <laughs> right, straight right. oil changes. <laughs> and you straight. keep your car washed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Two straight years. And then, then, hey, uh, but then she, but I, she did say like, oh, okay, so after I do that, then we can, he was like. Right. No. After that, we'll reassess. <laughs> Come talk to me. Come holler at your boy. You feel you me? You keeping your room clean. Uh, you can keep your room clean for the next. Right. You feel uh, me? It's like, where does this bar end? Oh, you know no, I don't. It oh, keeps let me say something. Uh, oh, I'm all ready to move the goalposts. Oh, I'm talking, I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about this very second. Uh, hey, so, I want, you know, go ahead, E. Go, go for it. I'm about, to, I'm about to get serious. Go for it. No, no, no. Uh, no, I was just saying, man, it's a, a blessing to have uh, friends with older kids so you yeah, can kind of look, promise. learn. Y'all y'all go ahead and, uh, and figure all of that out and uh, yeah. leave us the roadmap. Yeah. Please. Uh, although, I don't, hey, I think Avery going to be straight, though, so I don't really worry about her because <laughs> she, uh, uh, Ma, Ma, got, Ma got a first row taste. To, hey, we was at the house, so what? tell him what happened in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, bro. So you know we went to Georgia, right? E, remember when we went to Georgia? Yeah, 
Yeah. And so, you know, we had a car full. I had all my kids, Camille. I even had Uncle Milton in there. So everybody, you know, that's a 10-hour, 11-hour drive. Everybody yeah. in there eating chips. You know, they eating all type of snacks and things like that. Because of coronavirus, we did, I didn't go anywhere. So when no, we right, get back right. from Georgia, I never even took my car to the car wash or anything yeah. like that, right? So my car is just straight, you know, trash. bags of chips in the trash, yeah. water bottles. Yeah. And so me, see Avery, we go to pick up some um, some breakfast, right? And and C was just like, hey, you know, because of how many people can come in and out. C was like, we pull up. C like, hey, I'm going to just run in, Jay. You and Avery, y'all just chill. I was like, all right, cool. So we're in the car, and, you know, before C left out, you know, Avery being like an average four-year-old, you know, just, yeah. you know, looking around like a four-year-old, looking out the window. The second CJ got out the car, bro, she turned to a whole different person. <laughs> yeah, C got out the car. You know, he's like, okay, baby, I'm about to run in and grab the breakfast, okay? And she's like, okay, daddy, bye-bye. You know, yeah. little daddy. Yeah. And then as soon as the door closed, she looked at me, and she was like, so, why is your car so dirty? Wow. <laughs> I was, I was like, I look back. Four years old. Four years old. And I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. Um, You know, I didn't take it to get car washed. We was in Georgia. Remember we was in Georgia? Remember we was in the little pool? And she was like, yeah, this is really bad. She was like, I was like, bro, the whole time, why, dog, the whole time I see was inside the restaurant, man, she was clowning me, bro. Giving me the third degree. Oh, giving me the fifth degree. And then the second C get back in the car, bro, she's back on little little kid mode. I was like, unbelievable. I got in the car, Ma was sweating. I was like, what's wrong? He's like, your daughter bullying me. I know that's right. I'm talking about letting me have it. I went. Oh, I, down, I immediately went and got my car washed, bro. After that, I went oh, right down on. the street. Just to show her. I, when yeah. she got back in the car, I was like, "See, the car is clean. It's, it's clean." Yeah. And she still was looking she at say? me like, "Yeah." yeah just yeah, looking no, at me with this little look. I'm like, yeah. "Nah, this one here." Sweet P. Yeah, she ain't the one. So yeah, the we'll one, see I'm how it go. Uh, mm. E, you got somewhere you want to go? No, no. I just wanted to go back to Carl, man, and uh, you know, just wanted to let you know the people know, man. You know, it's just deep when Ma. I think Ma talked about, um, you know, forecasting for your kids, right? I just want to make two points, man. You know, number one, I realize now why some people don't forward think where some people, you know, are not as progressive that they need to be. And it's because they don't have no responsibilities. And here's the deal. I get some of you, like, I understand what you're doing. Like, you're like, man, I ain't trying to be responsible. And that's cool, you know, like. I don't know, give yourself an age, 21, you know, 24, 25. I don't know. I'm not necessarily saying have kids, but I, I think when a man doesn't have responsibilities, you know, he can't activate, you know, for real. And you'll have people who will be like, they don't want to do certain things. Like, yo, I feel you. But again, as, when you don't have responsibilities, I just feel like it's hard for the average person, you know, just to tap in. So to Carl's point, you know, we got to be careful, man. All y'all listening, you got to be careful, you know, with the doing the same thing over and over again, right? And the reason why I say that is because I know, I, I get it. I know what the problem is. Like, you, you're nervous, you're scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I make a decision, this could happen or that could happen. But, but here's the challenge. When you don't make a decision, you feel me? Like, when you, when you just like, I'm going to keep doing the same thing I'm doing, you actually aren't focus on goal setting no more. Now you just focus on safety, you know, security. Like you focused on like your way, like, like you're not even thinking no more. 
I, I told Didi, I was like, I, I don't know how it keep happening with the Lions, but maybe they practice in the same plays. You feel me? Like, I don't know. But it just seems like there's not this sense of urgency, you know what I'm saying, when they lose. It's like people aren't, like, hurt or people aren't discouraged. Like, I don't know. And so I just want to say to those of you out there who are like, man, I'm not trying to make no decisions. I'm trying to be secure. Like, you got to be careful because now you're worshiping. You're worshiping that I don't want to make decisions. I, you know, want to be in a secure space. And you're not even trying to go to another level. And that's why you're not going to another level because you're really, you're really not trying to go to another level. You're trying to stay where you are and stay safe. You're trying to stay where you are and be secure. Like, you know, like, like, and so I promise you, I feel you on the, man, what if I do this and it don't work? You know, what if I do this and it backfire? What if I do this and it blow up in my face? What if I do this, you know, and, and it destroys the relationship? Whatever. You are already destroying it by not making a move because, and Carl said it earlier, I was like, wow, that's deep. If you're doing what you did 10 years ago, it was stronger 10 years ago than it is right now. Like whatever it is you're doing, 10 years forward, it's expired. Like it's got mold on it, it's old, crusty. It ain't even as sweet as it was 10 years ago when you first start doing it. And when you first did it, it probably, it might not even been sweet then. It might've been, I don't know. But 10 years later, it's molded. You know, like I said, it's got a stench to it. It's nothing, it's no, it's no nutrients in it, it's nothing. But for you, you just like, yo, I just don't want to mess up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want to do something that makes me look bad. I'm telling you, when you look at people who are successful, they probably made more mistakes than anybody else. They just don't be tripping on a mistake. Like, they just don't make it personal. Like, they don't look at the mistake uh, and, and dwell on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they might mess up. They might do something wrong. But they don't go, my identity is in that mistake I made. They actually say their identity is in getting back up you know what I'm saying? Mm. And making it happen. So y'all got to be careful and I feel you, but you mess up and now you're scared to make another move because you messed up and you're like, well, what would people think? Or what would, and I'm trying to tell y'all, nobody's thinking that deep about your life but you. Like for real. At all. Like you worried about how somebody else see you or what they think. Ain't nobody tripping. If, you, if, if you're still in their life, they love you and they love you just as you are. But you got to get to a point, like C said, when the guy was asking how much are you worth, you got to ask yourself, in this state that I'm in, how much am I worth? How valuable am I in this state? You know, and if you go, I'm not as valuable as I need to be. Yo, for real, go for it, man. I'm telling y'all, y'all listen to this podcast. Y'all see me speaking. Man, I'm telling you, if I ever got caught up on the mistakes I made, oh, I promise you, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. I, I mean, I got a list of them, but I think the value that I add is much greater than the mistakes I make. You feel me? The value is way greater than the mistakes. So start seeing yourself as, let me go after the value and not get caught up on. Uh, here's, here's the thing, Carl. You're, you worry more about making mistakes than you do, that, when you're in that state, than you do about adding value. And so now it becomes, I'm not gonna do nothing because I don't wanna mess up. You feel me? Instead of the focus being, yo, I'm gonna add value and messing up is a part, it is actually a part of- Part of the process. It's, it's a part of the process. All right, let me get one of our sponsors in here real quick. Ashford University's online bachelor's and master's degree programs allow you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule. At Ashford, 
Expert faculty teaches you real world skills from real world experience from the comfort of your own home in online classes built for life's twists and turns. From all the media courses I can remember as I took my communications degree, like I look back through all of school and the one class I remember was my lightning class with Brian Cush. Brian worked in the industry, right? And he was able to give us very practical instructions and practical assignments that actually translated into real world, like we could apply directly to our career. So that's huge real world experience, guys. You can pursue a degree in one of Ashford's 60 plus programs like business administration, healthcare administration, and psychology with 24 seven access to your classroom, daily support and financial aid available, Ashford gives you the tools you need to go from dreaming to doing. Go from dreaming to doing. Your bigger future starts today at Ashford University. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll. Go to ashford.edu forward slash success. Again, that's ashford.edu forward slash success. Not all programs are available in all states. Hey, you ever watch, see, what happens, right? You got a fast break, whatever, whatever. I'm talking basketball now. Somebody get an open shot, and you see the dude kind of like, almost like take that moment, look at the ball, and then yeah. he kind of shoot. What what happens 90% of the time? Miss when you do he that, missed. overthinking. Bro, yeah. E, as you're talking, I'm pulling up the click, I'm going to share it. So this is the thing that I'm realizing now, this is where you go wrong, because you're thinking about shooting. First of all, you're a basketball player, and you probably right. practice shooting every right. dog under your life. Right. So I'm not sure. I understand gathering the ball, maybe getting your sweet, whatever. But there, you see that, that these guys have a moment of hesitation, and you almost already know. Yeah, he just messed up. The commentators will be—they'll they, say like, "Oh, he hesitated." Like they'll say, "Watch this real quick." And I was just like, "Yo, <laughs> so simple. Ain't nothing deep. Y'all seen this a million times. Just watch this real quick." I just pulled this up when he was talking. Y'all know the clip. Mm -hmm. Y'all know the clip. I'm not going there. So, E, I've been studying that, and I'm like, yo, the reason why it's so sweet is because he didn't have time to hesitate. Wow. Mm. Wow. He ain't had no time to hesitate, wow. and I think that's the problem. E, and I'm speaking for me. Because I've had time, I've gotten right, so comfortable right. in a lot of stuff. Now I'm I'm looking at it. Ooh, I actually like to shoot the ball with my right hand adjusted this way. Let me get it in my sweet spot. He didn't have time. He operated like, yo, the clock is running down. Yeah. I don't care if it's six defenders on yeah. me. I just got to throw the ball up. Yeah. And that's the thing that I'm learning about my life now. Like, I just got to throw the ball up. Dude, yeah. the chance that it scores is 50%. You got to throw it up. It either go in or it go out. It's a 50% yeah. chance, but you yeah. got to throw it up to get to, to, you yeah. have to throw it up to get a chance at it going in. Yeah. And most of us still fumbling and trying to get the ball. Oh, he didn't pass it correctly. I don't care. Throw the ball in the air. You see yeah. a dude's getting fouled now. My man so far off. Jordan was famous for doing it. Just throw, just throw his hand yeah. up. I got yeah. a chance to get this joint in. Yeah. I don't care if it miss or not. I got a yeah. chance of getting it in. Yeah. And that's what I want people to take away now. Like, dude, you can't play safe no more. Eat. The thing you just said that's huge. Dude, you're not the mistake. Right. You, you, let me say it like this. You're not even a procrastinator. You've created a habit of procrastinating. Like, that don't get passed down in DNA. Right. Like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, that don't come in DNA. There's certain traits that come in DNA. No, no, no. You've created a habit of it. 
which means it can be changed. Dude, shoot the shot. That's all I'm saying from this there forward. Shoot the shot. I don't care where it goes. Throw it in the air. You see them shooting the half-court shots. Like, shoot the doggone yeah. shot. That's your yeah. only chance of getting it in. Yeah, I said before, and I think, I think E, one of the things that, and Carl, you know, blew me away, right? Like, when you think about, like, uh, you know, when you just, like we were, trying to figure it out, and you get in these rooms with, like, multimillionaires and, yep. like, these people, and I can remember we would be in the room, and I would be looking at E like, yo, we sweeter than them. And not in like a braggadocious way, but I'm looking at these dudes, and they made millions. I'm like, yo, you're not even that sweet. But the one thing they were is they were not afraid. And I'm like, they just built the company, doggone it. They just was like, hey, we got a uh, marketing real estate. They got anything. They just they just was bold enough to do it. I'm like, yo, you. it's not even. Remember, we would be in there. It would be like a company. They would be doing some crazy stuff, but like. They just had the 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 audacity, audacity to do it, yeah. you know. And I was like, man, I'm like, it's so many good people, and because you're a good person, I yep. think it's you get paralyzed by that fear of like, I don't want to look stupid, I don't want people to think yep. I'm crazy, I don't want to. Yep. But they come in, they like, uh, we got a new lending Whatever. company, we doing, a, and they just brash and they all of these things, and they end up winning at a high level. Probably when they really even one shouldn't be winning, they definitely shouldn't be winning over you with your highly skilled, highly technical, good person self. Yeah. But to Carl's point, you scared to shoot. Maul and I talked this last weekend. You remember what? Remember it's funny again. You talk about just synergy. Remember we just had this conversation, Maul. You remember what I wrote in my phone, right? Yeah, which time we bro? said you stabilization always... versus yeah. ascension. Okay. And yep. Maul was like, "Yo." We had a conversation. Of course, any time the word pension come up, Maul start itching and like scratching. And, and Maul was like, yo, that's it is the, the mindset of stabilization versus ascension. But the problem is in stabilization, we're not comfortable either because 100%. you feel like you should have yep. something else. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Ma, I'll let you take it from there. But you, you had you were pretty adamant about that. And I uh, enough for me to write it down this weekend, but I'll let you kind of speak to it from that blue collar standpoint. Yeah, but what I've found out just over years, man, just looking, and it's not even with just blue, it's most of, 99% of people, man, look and work towards stabilization. Just making sure that we are able to at least have the same thing that we've always had. You know, if you just look at just even with the, how we even go about as parents a lot of times, everything is, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get this job for you, the same job I had, you know, you get this good work company job and they're going to be able to give you a paycheck for the next two weeks. I mean, you know, for the next 30 years and then you'll be able to retire. You as a parent, knowing your heart and your mind that this ain't what you want for your child. Matter of fact, while you was working you that job for 30 for years. Yeah. Yeah. While yeah. you've been working that job yeah. for 30 years, you've been complaining. Yeah. Yeah, you been one day you. that you ain't sat yeah. down at the dinner table right. and said, this job is doing me wrong. This right. job is, oh, they mess, right. they try right. to take our pension. Right. Oh, they really trying to cut us. They trying to cut our hours. But so here it is, you complained all these years, but yet somewhere deep inside, you still set your kids up to get the same thing that you had. Yeah. Yeah. Stabilization. Yeah. But see, ascension though, the ascension mindset says, I want better for my children. Even right. if this job that I've worked for the last 20 years has been good to me, I still want better for my children because I love my children more than I love myself. Yeah. So, so when you set your kids up for ascension, it's impossible to set them up for ascension when you're living in a rearview mirror, when you're living in the past, 
when you're even living, when you're setting your kids up for ascension, it's saying they're going to need this in life. So therefore, I need to do this today. They're going to have their own family one day. They're going to have children one day. So let me set them up in this way. They're going to I want they're going to want to go to a better school. I want them to have better education than me. So let me go ahead and set up their education right now. See, everything that you do today in the present sets them up for the future. But if you're just doing things based off your past stabilization, then your kids are never going to have any more than what you have today. And that go, that's going to go over somebody's head. No, no, but no. no you, you're talking. Keep going. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, so so, so when you got that stable, when you have that stabilization mindset, bro, you are one step away from failure. Right. Your plan is safe. You're just, you're on that mm. thin line, bro. You got one foot in, one foot out. You're one check away from being evicted out your house. You're one pandemic away from Absolutely. losing everything. Absolutely. That's when you, that's, that's what stabilization yeah. Yeah. gets you. Absolutely. But when you're on that ascension, bro, you setting yourself up, man, to the point where not just you thrive, but your children thrive, your community thrives, your grandchildren thrive, everybody around you thrive because you set up things for the future. You set up ways where if, if the company shuts down, then everybody will still be taken care of. And it's a mindset, bro. You can't. Oh, come on. I want to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mindset, mm. bro. Even, yeah. it's even when you look at stabilization and ascension when it comes to your health, when you look at stabilization in your marriage, versus ascension in your marriage. You should be growing together. Yeah. Everything about you should be growing, but we got a mindset where even just with our health, okay, it's okay for me to be 50 years old with a belly. It's okay, because it's expected. Uh, oh, watch That's, it now. Watch it. He just turned 50. <laughs> Hold up. And I, and I didn't. <laughs> it's okay, I feel like he looked at E when he said it, too. Hey, hey. Hold up. Hey, Hold up. That was a little too close to home. Hey, CJ said it's all about. Hey, still shooting. Hey, CJ said it's all about. He said it's all about accountability. I ain't scared of accountability. It's all about accountability, man. Hey, don't fall into the trap. Uh-uh, I'm good. Hey, Ma. Hey, Ma got the super soaker out today, boy. <laughs> hey, Ma. Ah. Hey, what I've been doing that she ain't aware of, I've just been keeping notes of where he was at his age, where I am. Oh, no when we get 50, when we get 50, we're going to have a I conversation, Ma. Hey. I'm a 36-year-old uh, comparing hey. himself to a 50-year-old. Oh, no, no, no. I got him. I'm keeping notes, Ma. Hey. I'm going to Dr. Miami. <laughs> I'm just hey. getting lipo. I'm just hey, getting I was all say this though, out. Ma. I was going to say this, though, Ma. And again, I'm, I, I'm, Ma, I try to speak for those of us who, you know, didn't necessarily start off strong. You know, like we didn't start off strong. And I'm telling you, you ain't got to start strong, you can finish strong. But here's the problem, Ma. Everybody wants what you said, Ma. Everybody. But the reality, Ma, is, I said it earlier, we literally have a, you know, a philosophical belief. We have certain values. And we have to learn that we got to come out of those, mall. Like, that's what's killing us. The way we think is what's killing us, mall. And the reason why we don't want to come out of it, and it makes sense, is the pain. Right? So I don't know the term. CJ, Carl, y'all smarter than me. What's the term when you go to the dentist or you go to, like, do medical stuff and your blood pressure just rise? It just, it's a term for it. I don't know what they call it. But whenever I go to my dentist, like, I'm being real, mall. Yeah. When I go to the dentist's office, they be like, we can't uh, call the doctor in. His blood pressure is high. And I'm like, my blood pressure ain't high. 
I promise you it's not. I, I, and what, what I tell them all is this. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I, 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 that's it. What, a white coat syndrome, my wife. Praise God for my wife. Oh, yeah. She said, I'm, I'm just looking yeah. it up. I'm like, yeah. what is that? White mm. coat syndrome. So what happens is you go in, Ma, and you crazy nervous, Ma. So I'm going in, and like every time I go to the dentist, because I'm just being real, you know, just because homeless, you know, didn't take care of my teeth like I should have. So once they started doing the work initially when I became a teacher and I got the phenomenal health benefits, I would go in, like I go in regularly, but... I had to get my wisdom tooth taken out. Then I had to get like one or two of my molars taken out. And when they took it out, bro, like it hurt. So I'm, I'm like, Ma, I, I wasn't soft. Yeah. It wasn't like I wasn't going to get the wisdoms taken out. But it hurt, Ma. So every time I go back to the dentist, my body literally remembers. Mm. This is the place where pain is. <laughs> For real. Mm -hmm. I, Ma, I don't mm -hmm. even tell myself that. But every right. time I pull up in that dentist doggone office and I sit down in that chair, I'm telling you, Ma, I'm, I'm going to figure it out what it is next time. I'll tell you what the numbers are. But my numbers be sky high. I'm talking about the nurse assistant be like, we got to call whoever's sitting, like call the dentist in, like the main person, because my man, and she like, he, do, he does it all the time. So when they finish, Ma, with the cleaning, the end of it, they do it again. My joint is like, whatever it's supposed to be, you know, 102 or something, over 84, it'd be, I'm, it'd be straight, hey, When ball. they start taking your blood pressure at the dentist. At the dentist. Oh, oh yeah, my I, dentist office does it. Yeah. Yeah, I've never So been there. I ain't, I ain't never been there. Like, is it like a geriatric dentist office? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. It might be. I ain't sure. It may so, 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 but yeah. yeah. So what I happens, they ain't never Ma, took my blood pressure at the dentist office. Mm -mm. Yeah, so what happens, more is there are people who know, but they get nervous, bro. And mm -hmm. so it's not, it's what you're saying. What you have to understand is when, when I don't go to the dentist, I don't have no problems. When I don't go to the doctor's office, I don't have no problems with my blood pressure. Like, yeah. cause Didi will make me do it, you know, or cause remember the time when I was speaking, my face would, so, yeah. so they, they do my blood pressure regularly, right? And so, but when I'm stable more, I don't have those problems. Yeah. But to be honest with you, when I'm in the progressive mode, I had those, that's when I'm scared. You feel me? Like, that's when I'm nervous, when things aren't stable. So I understand why people want to be stable, because there's no fear there. You don't have to deal with that anxiety and that worry, yeah. right? So, so, so when you start doing progressive stuff, bro, it's scary. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You said something deep. You said you, you did it anyway. Absolutely. You continue to go back. There it is. Yeah. So it's okay to be fearful. You know, it's question. okay to have that spirit of anxiety. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's not okay to let that paralyze you. Yep. You were right. still able to do right. it. You still go to the dentist because you know what's best for you. How many times do we see, especially black males, who die and they never mm. wanted to go to the doctor? Yep. You knew something was yep. wrong, but you ain't want to go yep. because you let the fear paralyze you and you didn't go. And so it turned out to be worse than what it had it been what it, what had it, you yep. just went the second you knew something yep. was wrong. They probably could have put you on some medication and you would have been straight. So, yeah, I so that's go. my point then, see. Yeah. You, you have to understand that even though you're going to feel uncomfortable when things are stable, right. you're not really stable. You have to yeah, understand yeah. that. That you Stabilization, might feel stable, stable ain't stable. It ain't. It's you may right. feel if stable. If 2020 ain't taught us nothing. If, yeah. I'm saying if 2020 ain't taught yeah. us nothing, like, yeah. like for real, for real, the clock yeah. is running like fast. Yeah. Well, why would you? But let me ask y'all something, fellas. Like emotions. Why more. would? Why would a person even want to just be stable? I mean, we got to really think about the word stable. And I know, and, and it's crazy because in the blue collar mindset. Stable, the word stable is a good thing. 
That's great. Oh, no yeah. question. That's a, that's a great, yeah. just let's focus yeah. on that real quick. The word yeah. stable. Look it up, Carl. Is a, What's the is, definition the of stable? The word stable is positive gotcha. in, a, in, a, in, a, in this community. Yeah. But being hmm. stable makes me fearful. Right. I've heard scared. people say that before. Are you good? Stable? No, like, it's, it's like, yeah. you, bro, I have to see some type of progression in every area of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. That's what but, gets me up every day. I yeah, can't just Ma, go through life, bro, the same. Yeah, but, but you've oh. learned to deal with that uncomfortable, you know, that fear. And when C talks about speaking, it's like the number one fear. It's like, bro, you talk all the time. You feel me? Like, you speak all the time. It's nothing different than getting up a group of people and talk. You talk at the family reunion. You talk in school. You talk with people. Like, uh, But here's the deal, Ma. We cannot underestimate. And I'm saying this because I'm a, I'm a flight attendant first, right? So it's a, my pilot kind of helps me sometimes deal with it. But as a flight attendant and a grounds crew, you live in your emotions. Like yeah. that's where you live. So anything that in, interrupts your feelings, right, is like, yo, I'm not trying to go there because I want to feel this way. And the reason why, Ma, is because I feel like, you know, it's funny, um, you know, COTs and go like, you know, you, when we're doing whatever we're doing, like you got to keep E involved. You do. Because the moment I'm not involved, I lose my energy. Right. And so once my energy is gone, that's my gift is my energy. But once my energy is gone, I'm distracted. I'm doing something else. I can do what I do without no energy, but it doesn't come out the same way. It's not as powerful. So so for me, being an emotional creature, I don't ever like to come. I don't ever like to come out of this good feeling. You feel me? It's almost like a high. I don't like coming out of this good feeling. So when you talk about people who don't like conflict, well, it's not the conflict that they really concerned about. It's the, the feeling that I, I get you. with the conflict. Yeah. So it's not that I'm, not, I'm scared to have conflict. Like I used to tell people all the time, like once they get down to a fight, I'm, I, ain't, I ain't the one that used to run. I'm like right there. But the anxiety prior to the fight, I don't know if everybody felt the way I felt. But I was like, man, I hope we ain't got to do this. But once we get to the point where it's like, yo, it ain't no turning back. I'm like, okay, let's go. But I'm praying the whole time. God, so one of us might get shot. You know what I'm saying? We in Detroit. I don't know what they got. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's going on. Like, I could lose my life out here. So I used to be, I'm talking about super nervous. So I'm just saying for us, and I'm talking to those of you who are like me, you have to be careful because what you don't realize is it's not, a, you're not worshiping stable. You're not worshiping the, the jobs, paying your money. What you're worshiping is your feeling that you feel when everything is stable. You feel me? That's really what you, you're worshiping. And what you have to do is realize that, man, sometimes your feelings are not a good indicator of what's real. Feelings aren't always, a, even though you might feel good, how many times, Ma, and I don't, maybe I shouldn't say Ma, I'll go with myself on this one, but there have been people, Ma, who I have like judged and was like, I don't know if I could trust them. I had a a funny feeling. Come to find out, Ma, they was better than the people that I did, that I trusted. You feel me? They they did me better than the person that I trusted. The person I trusted, I had no negative feelings about, but they were the ones that took advantage of me. So feelings are not always accurate, but they feel so real. You they feel, feel me? They, they feel so real. And so I'm yeah. saying, bump the stable. You're literally worshiping when that check hit the bank, when you know you able, you got another 30 days, your feeling is like, whoo, we got 30 days. We I'm alive for 30 more days. That's how we feel, Ma. And I'm saying even I had to get out of, like, yo, E, that's not real. What's real 
is to be progressive, you know, to grow. And, yeah, and, yeah, and I'm yeah, just, yeah. Be, I'm being real, don't always feel good. The house in Cali, Didi wasn't with that. Didi was like, a stay, Didi a high seat. She was not with that. Why we gotta make, why we gotta do this? We doing good. Can we keep that money? Like, she don't mm. see more of the money is going from the bank to the, she's like, the bank is, you still got the, the bank money. Is, you still got yeah. it. Yeah, but, but, but hey. and being progressive, it, it's scary, Ma, but it's satisfying when you do it. But how so many people he, walk away? Oh, go ahead, Carl. My bad, dog. No, no, I was going to say, see, I'm going to read the definition. Hold yeah. it, Mar. This will be quick. But the definition, I want you all to pay attention. E, I got this from you. Pay attention real closely to words. Yeah. Y'all watch E preach and yeah. E can't even get through a scripture before yeah. going yeah. off. Like yeah. he read three words yeah. and be going off. Yeah. So I'll read two. I'll read three definitions for y'all. Y'all tell me the words that jump out to you. So the first one says, not likely to give way or overturn. Hmm. Hmm. The second one says, not easily upset or disturbed. The third one says, not likely to change or fail. What's the common thread in there? Likely, easily. Yeah. Likely. Dude, it, it, there's no absolute Same, in just, there. Yeah, you, yeah, Ain't no safe. absolute. It said not likely to give away. Mm. Concrete is stable, but you let water run, drip. Let water drip on that sucker for 10 years and it ain't so stable no more. Mm, right. Maltal construction. You got right. one little bit of water just dripping, right. bro. Concrete. It's concrete, mm. like it ain't going nowhere. So all the definition it, in the words, the word says not likely, yeah. not easily, Ooh. not likely. Ooh. Listen to the words, y'all. It ain't oh, saying oh, absolute. Oh, it ain't preach, saying this preacher. ain't never going to break. <laughs> it said not likely. So the thing that mm. we're saying stable, the very thought, the very definition that we think it is, it's not. It's not saying it's never going to change. It's saying it's not likely. Don't mm. don't miss that. Stable for horses, dog. Right, but look at how many people you're affecting. By you playing it safe, by you being stable, look at how many different people you're affecting, bro. You you don't even realize it. And your safety that you think you got, you're really hurting those that surrounded Can around you. Can we go over this? I, I hate to do this to y'all again. I know we've done it once before, but I want to. But I still think you know, based on some of the comments that we get, let, let's do a little teaching right now. If Ma, you, I see you got your pen and paper over there. I want to run through, and this is a real life example. Of, like I can't think of a better example of what we're talking about than the situation with Carl and Ma and the credit card. And I want y'all to go through it because apparently people miss it sometimes because Ma like, ah, oh, I, I see Ma get comments like, oh, well, they're going to mess up my credit. Can we, in, in real time, let's just use a $10,000 credit card debt. Can we just, in real time, walk this through? I, everybody who's out there who doesn't understand this concept, please get your pen and paper. Let's just run over it because this is the definition of what we've been talking about. This is a microcosm of that situation taking place in real life. And nothing wrong with Carl, but he's been taught stabilization, mm -hmm. not ascension. And so let's take a look now and let's see, let's revisit it now that we've got some years as Carl with a you know, a real estate mogul, right? Now we can really look at some of the hardcore facts. Let's take a look at just that one property that Carl has versus that $10,000, what you were about to do with the $10,000, what Ma had you do with the $10,000 and where we're at now. Please, let's go over that slowly this time because I think people <laughs> miss it. Yeah, so it started with a call to Maul. This is March 2018. I can't even forget it. It's March 2018, wow, and Maul and I are just talking. It's that long, bro. Maul and I are talking, and again, March, so we're coming up to tax time. So I'm like, Maul, man, I hear you with the real estate stuff, and it's, dude, you got my attention. Like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm woke now. Like, I hear you, 
but I got to handle some stuff first. I got to take care of my credit card debt. I got, I was probably like 12, 15 grand at the time in credit card debt. And, and for all my haters, I love travel. That's my weakness. So if some, if we said we going somewhere, it's going on the credit card. I ain't even, that's my one, I ain't being responsible in that area. So my credit card is all travel. I'm taking my family wherever we going. We're going to have a blast. I'll figure it out later on. So like I said, I got a couple grand on there and Maul is just like quiet on the phone. Like almost like he just found out that I don't know, that Yanni dating or something. <laughs> like like <laughs> that quiet. <laughs> Sweet 16. I'm, Sweet so, I'm like, hello? And he like, dude, like what you just said? And I was like, I'm about to pay off everything. And then, you know, I hit you and up. And I'll like, build, I need you to yeah, guide I'm build me my through. money back yep. up. Back and up. And then I'll be yep. ready to invest in real estate. Stay. And, 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 but Maul, you could take it from there. Yeah. So. When I heard Carl talking about it, and this is a cycle that he was doing over and over again every year. Oh. He would purchase vacations, you know, do improvements to the house or whatever, all on his credit card. And then when tax season come and he got the, 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 the what is it called? The tax return. Yeah, Marlon didn't even know what it's called. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I pay for it. ain't seen no return in a minute. I got to pay money. He don't even know what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so he was just going over that same cycle over and over again. And it was like, it wasn't taking him to the next level. It was doing anything for his family. Right, but right. it was same allowing thing him, every year. It, yep. Yeah, it was allowing him, though, to, to, to feel like he was doing something that yep. year at that moment. Yep. And I was just like, bro. You got this, you need an out. If you think about your life as a circle, mm. right? You're just That's going good. around and around, Carl, every Take single year. Mm. Bruh, we what we gotta do, what we gotta do, if you drew that circle in a pencil, we gotta take the racer and, and just erase a little quarter inch of that, of that circle. That's your out. So you can stop this cycle of going around and around, playing it safe. And so I was just like, bruh, and the same thing like e, how you just said with Didi, as far as with the house, she felt like she was spending that money. And I'm like, bro, you're not spending the money. You're transferring the money. The money is not lost. Whether you take that money, you give it to the credit card company and then let them now extend more credit to you. Right. Or you can take that money and invest it. Use it as your down payment, your 10% down payment on an investment property. Right. And then when you put that 10% on that property, that money is not gone. It's inside of the equity of the property. Hold on, slow down, slow down, slow down. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, everybody listening, Carl got ten thousand dollars in credit card debt. He's getting his tax return back. Let's say he got ten, twelve thousand dollars from his tax returns. He's going to take it and pay off his credit card. Jamal says, "Do not pay off your credit card. Don't continue do the it. payment. I would got to make. We should right. say this. There you continue, go. Continue, yep. continue yeah. the payment that you continue been your minimum. How much was your the minimum payment, Carl? Was cringe. I got was you. like. It was yeah. like four, four hundred dollars. Okay, like the that. minimum was four hundred dollars. So nobody said don't pay your credit card bill. Right. He's right. saying continue to pay what you've been paying. That'll keep your credit straight by paying exactly. the minimum amount you keep paying that. All right, now, but take this lump sum that you get, and instead of paying off the billion dollar credit card company for no reason, take that and put it down on the property. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure because. It's the last time we're going to go over it, and I want everybody now, to let me. But I got I to jump in again because I hear the people typing in the comment section. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah, saying, they well, yeah, they yeah, well, if I pay off my credit card, then it'll allow my credit to go up. And to go No, up. we're talking investment property, right? right? Carl Credit was already at a good score, and we're talking yeah. investment property. So with investment property, a lot of times, they don't look at your debt-to-income ratio. They look at the strength of the property itself. 
They look at the, the overall value, the debt to income value of the property, of the property. So at that hey, point, hey. go ahead, Carl. No, no, I was just going to, again, I'm going to try to simplify it because Ma been in the game 20 years. The person that's lending you money, they have very in invested interest in this. That's it. So it's not like they're lending you money on you. That's what Maul is trying to say. They right. ain't trust your trifling, but you got right. 10 grand right. in credit card debt. Apparently right. you ain't that yes. responsible anyway. They're not trusting you. They are doing their own research on the property and they're looking at the investment. So it's not heavily based on you like that. Keep going, Maul. I just so want to make that clear to people. So this is where- the ET boy. <laughs> right, so right. this is, uh, we're going slow with it. So yeah. this is where the ascension comes in now. All right, so, so the stabilization part in Carl's mind was let me pay off this credit card and then get credit limit again and then the next year go on vacations right. again, spend money on this credit card all over again just so when taxes yeah. come, I can do it, pay it off again. Stabilization. The ascension part comes now, Carl, use this money that you normally would have paid to the credit card company, use this money as your down payment on the property and then now the bank is going to give you the money to fix this property up. So all you need is 10% that you have that you're going to spend on your credit card anyway. That's all the money you have to come out of your pocket. The bank is going to give you the rest of the money to purchase the property. They're going to give you the rest of the money to fix the property up. So now once you got this money now and you put it into this property, the value of this property now, the value of this property is going to raise, right? It's going to raise. So now the money that you was looking to get back or the money that you had is still there. So you could refinance that building once it's complete, right? You can refinance it and pull that cash back, and now you're right back where you started from, right? And you can use that money to pay off your credit card if that's what you choose to do. And at the same time, this is what Ascension part comes in at now. You're going to be cash flowing. You're going to be receiving net income every single month of over $1,000, $1,500, I believe, $1,300 or $1,400 in your case. So now you've leveraged that, 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 that blessing that you got from your tax return, you leverage that to position you to now ascend because now you can take that $1,400 net cash flow that you got and use that to cover your house note. And then now when a pandemic happens, when you lose your job, when anything happens, you got a safety net to cover your house note and you still accomplish paying your credit card because you was able to refinance and use that money to pay off your credit card. So it's not saying you're not paying off your credit card, you're just using your leveraging what you have to position yourself to accomplish more. And that's what the Ascension mindset is when we're talking about with this whole credit card thing that Carl hit. Yep, and I joke, see, but I, I promise y'all to this day, the credit card debt's still there, Ma. Like, you you, you took me all the other <laughs> way now. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna pay the minimum until I don't feel like paying the minimum. My credit score ain't going nowhere. Um, and I don't mind the little percentage they charge because again, I see, Ma, I thought about this. Like, yo, worst case scenario, and I want people to hear this. The worst case scenario, Ma, I didn't think, whatever. Worst case scenario, tenants don't pay rent, COVID, whatever happens. I have probably $80,000 of equity sitting in a building that I did not have before. I'm, you're talking about going into a building with 10, 15 grand, yeah, and right. now the same building, if I, if I can't do it, I can't Come pay on, it next man. month, bro, I turn around and sell that joker, I can walk away with, I, I probably won't get all, Ma, you lose some, but at least, let's just say, if I got 80 in equity, I can walk away with probably $50,000 that I did. That's worst case scenario. On, man. And Carl, worst case else, scenario. Let them know, when you, for before you started out, when you was playing it safe, what was your yep. net worth? I remember talking to you about net worth and you was looking puzzled. Like, what? What? I, well, this is what I make on my job. No, what was your net worth? Bro, what was your I was net in worth? The negative. I was and, in and, the and negative. And for everybody that's out there don't know how to calculate net worth, right? Net worth. 
is your assets minus your liabilities equals your net worth. That's the that's the equation. Your assets oh. minus your liabilities equals your net worth. What was your he said Carl just said it. He was making really good money negative. with his job, but his net worth, what assets did you have? And then now what's your net worth? After it's having like three it's three hundred and some thousand dollars based on Come just on. the equity in the properties. Come on, man. Hey. This podcast is brought to you by Make Real Estate Real. The best You got to make it real, though. You got to make it real. You got to make it real, though. It's funny. I just got a, uh, I just saw a review come in. Shout out to uh, whoever this is. But it says, uh, you've got an, uh, oh, Brenda Reyes said, this is the best real estate online course ever made. It helps you to plan uh, to fill your purpose. Teaches you about accounting, insurance, management, personal credit, business credit, and loans. This is the best team, and they're passionate about helping you succeed. There's no limit to how much you can make. So you see people out there like Carl making real estate real. Go to makerealestatereal.com today, man, and ascend. Don't just be stable. Ascend. That's it. All right? That's it. Um, also, man, shout out to Organifi, man, the Superfood Green Juice Powder, keeping this podcast regular. You know what I'm saying? Y'all see Carl Literally. got it right there. Um, Literally regular. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and making a shake. Man, I was, in, uh, I was out of town and ran out. I was hurt last few days. I had to... I had to uh, 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 just rough it out, but I'm oh, back now. You should have called us. We could have uh, got it right to you. Hey, we could have drove it to him. Hey, Organifi keeps me stable. Yeah. Oh, no question. Real stable. <laughs> yeah, no question. Real stable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and predictable, so, Carl. Every morning real for me. Predictable. Three, every morning, Chris. My three twenty. Get that up at you. Get that up at you. Um, so, uh, yeah, Organifi.com. Get 20% off using the promo code SUCCESS. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code SUCCESS. Get 20% off and check that out. Um, how much longer you got, E? Uh, I don't have no more time. Hey, y'all, make sure you, you boil oh, some yeah, you water ten, uh, and put the gold in the water. Drink the gold hey. like a tea, y'all. <laughs> Drink the gold like a tea. <laughs> hey, real quick, because I know E got to go, but I do want to say I'm nervous because my... Uh, prediction was that the Clippers was going to win the whole thing. I know some people remember me saying that. And we're recording this podcast on Tuesday. So tonight is game seven with the Nuggets. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. I kind of feel bad now because all of a sudden the Lakers act like they know how to play basketball. Hey, I told you, man. Man, listen. Oh, they he know hey. he want LeBron to win. So he, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I'm able to self-assess, though. What I want and what is ain't necessarily <laughs> yeah. always well, a lot the has changed thing. in the bubble, though. A lot has changed I, hey, in the bubble. I want the Lions yeah. to win the Super Bowl. I got that will never happen. That. that will <laughs> never happen. Ball said Isn't never. That crazy, though? never. Isn't that crazy, though? that you can say wow. that? That's crazy. We got crazy. one playoff win in 62 years. Yeah. That's crazy. Wrap your head you around that. You told me that. I didn't even believe it. I researched it. Yeah, that's and, crazy, that's the bro. Truth. And he quit. And he walked away. And the one dude that helped us it. to get it, he walked away from the game. Then Megatron, one of the best ever, can't do it. walked away from the game. I can't do Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. So we so we'll see. Um, but the Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals, looking really good. Uh, man, Boston. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Boston and um, Miami. That's gonna be a great series. Ooh. Who y'all got? Come on, Carl. Help help us uh, out. Boston. You. No, no. I, hey, I'm going Boston, LA. I'm I, going I, Miami. I told I'm going y'all Mi that long time. I'm going with Miami with Jimmy Butler, bro. Come okay. On. Butler Jimmy. been on a tear. Yeah. Jimmy. I just want everybody on record now. Updated picks. E, who you got? I don't even know basketball well enough to pick. The Pistons. Yeah, I got Chauncey Billups. Isaiah Thomas. You feel me? I don't even got, know the game that well. Hey, we'll see. Uh, but shout out to, to all the players in the bubble, man, making the shake. The, the NBA bubble has been 
incredible, man. I ain't going to lie. It, it feels like real basketball and salute to them boys for getting it done, man. The NFL got some work to do because it feels like a little, like I feel like they sound like they was making catches and then it was like three minutes later, they was like, ah. I'm like, hey, whoever on the soundboard, you, you got call they the NBA, practice. figure out how they it do it. It feel like you playing Tecmo Bowl, bro. Yeah, oh, no question. Yeah, no so question. man. But, but I want right, to right. end this podcast like I be began it just by thanking the Lions for the first normalcy of 2020. Man, just, you know, again, man, we, we here we are. So y'all pray for us in Detroit as our Lions uh, fan. Hey, I ain't going nowhere. Um, Restore you know, the roar, I, baby. Restore I, I, the roar. Hey, Restore uh, the roar. Somebody look up the definition of restore. I think you actually have to have a store at one point. <laughs> to, to restore. To restore. Right. All right, don't worry about it. Hey, man, appreciate y'all listening. Go to iTunes, leave us a review. Go to makerealestatereal.com. Salute y'all boys for being on here today with us. We love you. We'll see you next see week. See you next week. Go. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your